This is The State for Thursday, October 12th, where we bring you the headlines that matter. I'm Rachel Fulton. For our first headline of the day, focusing on campus news, the Associated Students of MSU voted on bills about campaigning policies and the value of student voices on the Presidential Search Committee at their meeting on October 5th. They also heard a presentation from the provost on academic goals and from an MSU PD detective on the dangers of sextortion. Bill 6019, which was introduced in the last General Assembly meeting, originally disallowed ASMSU candidates from campaigning door-to-door in on-campus housing and stated that representatives must be in a major within the college they represent to ensure representatives don't change majors in the middle of a term. The Assembly Committee amended the bill to include representatives with no preference for their major, as those students would eventually switch colleges when choosing a major. Bill 6019 passed with 27 approvals, 3 disapprovals, and 4 abstentions. Bill 6027 advocated for MSU's Presidential Search Committee endorsements to have approval from all faculty and students on the committee. The bill pushed back against Presidential Search Committee Chair and Trustee Dennis Dino's comments to the state news in September. In those comments, Dino said the person the Board of Trustees selects doesn't need an academic background and may not be someone recommended by the committee. Bill 6027 passed anonymously. ASMSU then heard from MSU PD detective Jamie Eisen, who gave a presentation on sextortion and scams. Eisen defines extortion as the practice of obtaining something, often money, through force or threats. Sextortion deals with nude photos and nude videos, whether the perpetrator illegally obtained them or used them as blackmail. MSUPD had 22 reported sextortion cases from January to September of this year. Eisen encouraged victims to report the crime to law enforcement. Despite possible embarrassment, a person shouldn't delete conversations with the perpetrator, as these can be collected for evidence. For our second headline, focusing on community news, MSU Hillel, the Jewish Student Union, or known as JSU, and Spartans for Israel, held a candlelight visual to honor the Israeli citizens killed this past weekend. Dozens of students and community members gathered around Spartan statue on October 9th, holding paper candles, wearing white and blue, and singing along with students leading the event. At the visual, public relations junior and JSU vice president for external affairs, Matthew Zivian, spoke to the gatherers. He recited a prayer to bless the soldiers of the Israeli Defense Force and the men and women of the security forces who stand guard over our land and the citizens of our Lord. Zivian helped organize a visual and spoke to the MSU community alongside seven other MSU students. Attendees set their candles on the bricks around the Spartan statue, which was adorned with Israeli flags. More candles were laid out to form the Star of David. For our final headline of the day, focusing on MSU clubs, the MSU Fencing Club held the Red Cedar Rumble this past Sunday, making this their first tournament open to any registered fencer in over a decade. 
Fencers hailed from across Michigan to compete at IM West. All three fencing styles were co-ed, but winners were split into two categories, women and overall, with the former being exclusive to women fencers and the latter being open to any gender. After eight and a half hours of play, six winners were awarded medals. Because fencing is not an official MSU sport, members do pay dues per semester, which usually helps cover expenses when traveling to tournaments. The gym at IM West has seven permanent strips where fencers compete that are part of the basketball courts. And before we end our episode, today's weather forecast is predicting cloudy with occasional showers for the afternoon with a high of 58 and a low of 46. Thank you for joining us for The State, produced by the State News and Impact 89FM. You can find us online at statenews.com and impact89fm.org. And we'll be back tomorrow with our last episode of the week with more.